Hey everyone, you designers are here. I'm Anita at Cedar Hill Farmhouse. And I'm Yvonne at Stone Gable. And I'm Kelly at My Soulful Home. And we've got tips and tricks and decorating advice for you today. So let's get started. Today is episode 225, How to Shop for Home Decor Without Being Overwhelmed. Today's show notes can be found at decoratingtipsandtricks.com slash 225. You know, I hear this from a lot of my readers. So many of my readers, I think they get stuck. I mean, I'm talking about my blog readers get stuck um, designing and decorating because they just get so overwhelmed with either going out to different places and looking for things between, you know, if you do something custom fabrics uh, style or they get so overwhelmed by that process that they just call it quits. Mm-hmm. Well, and I it, hear this over and over and over again. Well, and the interesting thing for me is I have to look at a, a thousand lamps to buy one. Oh, do you? So, oh, <clears throat> yes. I'm very. I think very... you're the exception rather than the rule. Though, yeah. Anita. So it takes me so long to find just the right lamp. So I look at thousands of <laughs> lamps, but and most people don't like doing that. But once I find it, it's like I know, I know, I know. This is you it. know that you know that you know, right? Right, right, right. But it's but if you're not, you know, kind of uh, yeah. But that can be a lot for a lot of people if it's not mm-hmm. their thing. I mean, it's my thing, so it, it doesn't bother. And it's me. what we do is we and do it's this what all, I do day, all long. day long. That's but, right. But you know, if you're not, and so we know where the best deals are and where this is and where that is. But you know, if you're just coming at it, you've got a whole nother life, and you're like, oh yeah, I want to decorate my room. I need a lamp. Mm-hmm. It can be overwhelming to go, well, where do I even start? And then if you go to one of these huge websites that have a thousand lamps, I mean, I can, and and they're all, but see, also, I know that when I go shopping for lamp, there's a specific style I'm looking for. And I think that's also why it's not as overwhelming for me. But if you don't know which style you want, then I can see it driving you nuts because there's a thousand different styles and they, they're in 15, 20 different colors, each one. And so where do you start? How do you begin? I mean, I can see it just being really a lot. And and here's the thing. I think there's a real secret to this. People, it's like drinking out of a fire hose. Well, why drink out of the fire hose when you can drink out of the water fountain? And why drink out of the water fountain when you can drink out of the custom-made um, um, a tumbler with a straw in it that's just made for you? The same thing. You don't have to see everything. You don't have to have every option. Now, Anita, you're different and, and, and we're to some degree different because we do this for a living. But there's some really easy questions that you can dovetail things just for you so you don't have to do that whole fire hose. I'm just going to look at everything. It gets so overwhelmed. And you don't even have to drink from the the communal um, water fountain either because you can tailor make what you're looking for and you have can shop at bespoke decor dot store <laughs> yeah. and have it all yes. just for you. For you, that's exactly right. But there is a true secret to that, and uh, we're going to be here and help you with that today. Well, and the reason, okay, so what I wanted to say about bespoke decor or some other small online stores is that it's so much easier if you find an online store that's smaller that is your specific style then guess what you don't have to sort through you know some of these mega sites they have 
20 different styles. So you're looking at a bunch of stuff that no way are you going to like it or be interested in it. So why even look at it? It's just making you tired. Do you so know, I mean, and- I do recommend the first thing is that if you're looking online, mm-hmm. find a store like ours, be bespoke decor dot store or another one. If, if our style isn't yours, then find another one that is, but find one of these smaller stores that has fewer things and start there because it's going to be a custom made, like she said, a custom made tumbler full of things just that, mm-hmm. that will appeal to you. And you're going to have a much more pleasant shopping experience there. But some you know, of these be- stores where everything's white boxed and it's just a pillow by itself. And you, you know, if it's not your thing, you're kind of like, well, does that even go with my stuff? And oh my goodness, it's 20 colors. I, you know, I can see that's just too much. I think the smartest thing that you have to think about, you know, let's say you do go to a bigger store, you know, obviously bespoke, um, Kelly and Ada have really been listening to your wants and needs. So it is very custom made towards, um, a certain audience, but let's say you decide you're going to go to Wayfair. I'm just using that or Jocelyn Maine or Pottery Barn or a Crate and Barrel or something like that and or Anthropology. And you um, they have these wonderful little mechanisms on their sites called filters and you can filter things down. Let's say you're looking for a coffee table. Do you want a wood coffee table, a metal coffee table, a glass coffee table, a rectangle, an oval, a square? Do you want, you know, do you want a... Uh, all solid, you want metal on it, and you can actually, and what color do you want? And you can actually, through a filter, filter a lot of the 5,242 coffee tables down to maybe a hundred and some. And I mean, I think that's a lot, but I think this is the mentality that you have to have a filter. And when you shop for something, you have to know, okay, what are the measurements? Will this fit? Will this not fit? Am I, do I prefer a square or do I prefer an oval? Do I want a high chair back, a low chair back? So that when you go shopping, you can filter out so easily things that you don't want. Okay, that's a no. <clears throat> Excuse me. I love the pattern. I may love the pattern on something, but hey, that's just not my style. So that one's a no. pardon me. And I think that you have to understand that you need to filter out, have your own internal filter in what you're looking for. And a good example of this is, oh, for years, I collected something called Peach Luster. Uh, They're dishes by Fire King. And my grandmother had a bunch of them and she passed them down to me. And so I became sort of obsessed with them. And so I would go to like an antique shop or vintage place. And we have tons of them in this area. And people would be like, how do you do that? It's so overwhelming. How do you see everything? That's just it. I don't see everything. My eyes were looking for that color. I was looking for, it's a very distinct color, peach. And it's it's sort of um, an opulescent color. And also I didn't, I didn't look like with all the wooden, um, the wooden uh, rolling pins and things like that. I went to where the dishes were. So I learned how to filter my shopping experience to suit. So I'm not there two hours. So, so frustrated that I just threw up my hands and go, I've got to go home. And where, where is, where's the Advil in my purse? You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, let's face it. There's a lot out there, right? And Tons. if you, you know, we've, talked about it. We talk about it a lot. It's something that needs to be said each time. You need to work on your style and think about it and and curate your own style so you know what you are looking 
for because you know the, every shiny thing and every pretty thing can turn your eye when you don't know really what you want, right? And then you mm-hmm. end you end up coming home with maybe a trunk full of hodgepodge things that don't go, you know, in a vacuum. They're all pretty, but they don't work together. All of that. But there's something else I want everyone to keep in mind. Stop doubting yourself as a designer. You, mm. if you're listening to us, you are a designer. It's it, even if you don't feel like you have um, shown that to the world yet, or you haven't convinced <laughs> yourself of that yet. You, but don't doubt yourself. You can do this. And you know, don't sit in your room looking around, going, "How am I ever going to decorate this?" Or, you know, I think I like this, but I don't know. Is this the right thing to like? Am, am I going to, you know, is it too much money? All of these things. Definitely cost is a concern, but at the heart of it, don't doubt yourself as, as a designer because doubt kills more dreams than failure ever will, right? We oh, I love that. that. You are right? so right. on That's it, right. girlfriend. Right? And that is, you know, so go with it. And if you really love it and when you come home, your eyes sparkle or you get a smile on your face or you just have that, ah, I'm home feeling because it's what you love, then then you have done it right. It doesn't have to be right for El Decor. It doesn't have to be right for your mother. It doesn't have to be right for your best friend. It doesn't have to be right for Ivana, Anita, and Kelly, right? We all have our individual styles. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. are styles, you know, ha- we have a collective sort of a look, but individually we have all different styles. So I want you guys to all know that you can do this and don't doubt yourselves and then get out there and get online and find the things that you love, or maybe just move around the things that you do have and do all the things we talk about, spray paint them, move them, try them in different rooms, try different things too. That's my second thing that I want to mention is don't be afraid to try new things. So don't doubt yourself and don't be afraid to try new things. Those two tips, which I know come from all of our hearts, not just, I just happen to be saying them out loud right now. I think that will take you really far along the road to having the home of your dreams. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think there's so much to be said for that. So if you see something and it speaks to you, to me, that's the first thing that makes me decide whether I'm going to buy it. I think some people look at the price first. And if you're buying based solely on price, I shouldn't say solely, but mostly on price, I think you're going to end up being disappointed. I mean, I really look at the item speaks to me first. Now, that doesn't mean I buy it no matter what the price is, but I look at that first. If it really speaks to me, then I look to see, does this fit in my budget? But it, but I don't go to the bargain aisle and go, oh, this is on sale. How can I make this work? Because I'm telling you, every time I've done that, a year down the road, that's what I'm giving away because I never really liked it. I bought it because it was on sale. In the end, it cost me money. If I had just saved my money and bought the thing I loved, I would have been much happier. And I'm going to give my example of that, of this lavender spode antique soup terrain I bought. It wasn't cheap, but let me tell you something. It's something I will have forever. It is beautiful. I adored it. It speaks to me. It's spode. It's dishes. It's purple. Uh, and so I'm not sorry. And I can use that so many different places in my house. And you know, it, it's an investment. Not everything I buy will be, but that was worth the money. And Anita, that's such a good, very, very good point. And it comes down to if um, you are budgeting, then maybe less is more in your home. Mm-hmm. I think right. another thing that you have to do so that you do not get so overwhelmed when you're 
going out shop when you're going out shopping and even looking online is do your homework beforehand. Know what you like, know what you like for that area, and then just key in on those things visually, like be blind to other things, visually key in into the shape or the color or something you're looking for. But don't go in like with, that you're so totally open for everything that you get into that, you know, that love too much. I love it. I love everything too much syndrome because that can be very frustrating. Yeah. And I think taking it one room at a time also sort of breaks it up in little chapters or mm-hmm. little little parts. And that seems a lot more manageable to say, okay, I'm going to focus on the living room and get that all done. I mean, sure, you know, wonderful things may come across your path for the bedroom when you're supposed to be focusing on the living room. And, you know, that just sometimes happens in life and you can make a decision at that point whether or not, you know, that really is the Mm -hmm. thing that you're going to be uh, looking for when you get to the bedroom chapter and maybe you purchase it at that point. But if you can focus on one room at a time, and then that's really has a nice sense of satisfaction when you've, you know, we say never done, but when you've completed that room, <laughs> you may not right, be done, okay. but you've so, completed so to speak, it. So yes. to speak in air quotes. Exactly. So okay, where you're, everything happy, with, where you're happy with it. Right. Yeah. Where you're happy with it. Where mm-hmm. you say, okay, I can now, I'm not, there's not a missing spot. I don't feel like I need to, need to, need to have something over there. I've filled in everything and it feels complete and I'm going to move on to the next room. Uh, that helps me. Mm-hmm. That definitely helped me a lot when we we're working on this house. I did have some things that I found along the way and I just sure. tucked them away and hoped that I was right, that they would work. And you know what? Most of the times they did yeah, because I also knew my measurements and this and that. But, uh, you know, like like Anita says so often, you know, if it doesn't work in one room, if you love it, you'll move it to another room and it'll work. Mm-hmm. And here's, we've said this at earlier and we've sort of glazed over this, but this, this can't be stressed enough. Know your style, know your style, know your style, know your style. You know, the more you can hone in on your style, the more confident you'll be. Uh, all, all the static and noise of everything else will fade away because the more you know your style, the more confident of a shopper you will become and you'll be better at it too. You know, I and my style sort of has changed and evolved, and but I keep that classical undertone. So I just know for me in my house, you're not going to buy your bigger ticket items. They're always going to be classic. They're always going to be classic. They're always going to be classic. They're going to be light color. They're going to be monochromatic in that I'm not so much of a gray person, but I'm like creams and oatmeals and ivories and colors like that. I just know that when I'm looking for something, it'll be classic and it'll be in that color. Mm-hmm. And Boy, and if does that I to, make my life easier. <laughs> I wanted to jump in here. So if you don't know your decorating style, I think Yvonne is really onto something. That is really where you start is know your decorating style. Once you know that, the shopping becomes so much easier because then you're going to always say, does this go with my style or not? So I want to just go ahead and give you the link to our episode on how to determine your style. And it's oh, decoratingtipsandtricks.com slash two. It was so important. It was our second <laughs> no. episode. So I think that's And it is that important, Anita. You're it right. It really is. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's really the found, it's so mm-hmm. foundational. That's why we wanted to talk about that first, because it's once you have that, then everything else is so much easier and makes so much more sense. Because if you don't know what your style is, then you're running around and you're going this way and that way in another direction. And then you bring these things together and they don't work. 
like Kelly was saying. But if you know your style and you're bringing things together and they all go with that style, they're going to work somewhere in your house. Don't you just love a great recommendation from a friend? Well, we're delighted to be recommending these companies and their wonderful products to you today. And let them know your friends at DTT sent you. This is just a little caveat to what everybody is saying. It's not, you're not going to go shop. Let's say there's those times that you're not going to shop for like a sofa or a coffee table or a great lamp, something that's, you know, well, for me, lamps aren't usually in a big investment, but something that's more of an investment. You just need to go out and buy something at home goods because you just need something little and new for your house. Like, you know, that you get tired of it. That's where you do not, do not purchase a big ticket item when you have that state of mind. Uh, no, I'm serious. Is that like because don't go to the grocery store when you're when you're hungry? Kind of feeling? Mm-hmm, because you first of all, you may you'll spend a lot of money and you won't make the right choice. But that's the time that you can shop for some fun, really, really fun, inexpensive accent pieces, and just know the difference between the two, because that is really important. Because you're you'll end up doing what Anita said, making buying something that totally doesn't go, but just, you just had to, had to have something new. Everything looks stale to you. You're going to go out and do this. Ooh, start with a few fun accessories. Don't, don't go to the big ticket items that you have to put more thought into it than that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good, that's a good idea. Yes, definitely. You don't want to amass a whole lot of things. And then one day you're dragging home a sofa and you're like, it's magenta. I was just feeling down. Well, you know, there is a time that, that Pottery Barn is four, um, 4.8 miles from my house. Mm -hmm. Pottery Barn outlet. And it's the outlet, no less. And there are just days that I just look at the house and go, "Mm, I just need something for this. And I don't, I don't, I mean, if I were, I were like you or Anita, you'd probably go to a vintage shop and find like the greatest Berger chair or something. But I go to the Pottery Barn outlet instead. But I won't buy the like a new kitchen table that is on a fabulous sale or another great um, sofa because I know that if I'm going just on those whims of a time, ooh, even if it's like the best buy on earth, I don't do it. And some things can be really marked down. It's like, oh, I, that's just such a great buy. But that's my state of mind is not for buying a big piece of furniture. It's, well, I just need something little. So maybe I'll buy a mercury glass candle holder or something like that instead. Yeah. It's funny how you get that itch. I get that every once in a while. Like, oh, all of a sudden I feel my car like, it's going over the side (laughs) and I'm falling into Mm -hmm. my favorite thrift store or, you know, uh, on occasion is even like a home goods or something like that. And you just feel like looking around and maybe I'll come home with a little white picture or something like that. But I I agree with you. That's like sort of, you know, I scratch that itch with something small. Mm -hmm. And, Mm -hmm. but I do. And when I go into a store and I've actually uh, kind of my, it seems like I may have accidentally or inadvertently trained to my girls this way when they go, but they're clothes shoppers, you know, at this point. At that age, that age. Yeah. yeah. But they go right to the back of the store because that's where the sale is. I say you start Mm -hmm. in the back and then you work Mm -hmm. forward. And if you Mm -hmm. you might find something you're really, really happy with in the back. like. But if you're looking for the prom gown. Right. You know, you don't start in the back. Oh, we always you know. start in the back. <laughs> well, know. unless you're going to Filene Bargain Basement or something. They're dying. So you go the opposite off. of my approach. No, I don't necessarily. I mean, you know, price is obviously always a, a concern. Mm-hmm. I mean, it shouldn't be right. for everyone. You don't want to sure, overpay sure. for something. No, no, but it's not. always, a, I've always had such good luck 
You know, really? the, the fact okay. that it's inexpensive mm. is a bonus. Uh-huh. I wouldn't right. buy, I, I have, of course, everybody has bought something just because it's, so I understand what you're saying. I'm, I'm not at this point in my life buying something inexpensive just based on the fact that it's inexpensive good. and it's a okay, thing, good. right? Mm-hmm. It's that if you go into the back and you scan, right? And you see like, what's a good fabric? Sometimes they just want to get rid of something that's fabulous oh, yeah. or, you know, I, in the sh- in I don't turn down world. a great price. Oh, I know you don't. I know you don't. But I would say, you know, sometimes, especially if you have, you know, how many five and a half shoes, you know, size five and a half shoes have you seen in your life that are like amazing, but they're marked down because who's a five and a half? You Tell know? me yeah, about I it. I just went shopping. All the extra smalls marked way down. And yeah. I'm thinking, man, I wish I was still in we do. Small. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so my crew, you know, we're on the, the, the smaller side of the, you know, the human spectrum. So we do pretty well <laughs> on the extra small department, the three of us. But, um, but as far as home furnishings and decor, I, I do. I definitely am a clearance aisle girl. And, you know, just yeah. it's probably part of the thrifting and the vintaging and all of that. Like, I am not afraid of a dusty box, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, whereas mm-hmm. I, somebody might go right to the table that's all decorated at the estate sale. I'm like all over in the corner where I'm like, did you, you didn't put these out yet? Let me see. They're not prized. <laughs> <laughs> What's in that dusty box? Can I, mm-hmm. oh, how much is this? You know, so I kind of like to shop that way because it's sort of the, you, you know, love the hunt. I love, love the, hunt. the hunt. It makes me tingly. See, some yeah. people, the hunt makes them tired. But well, let's mm-hmm. let's pretend you started and you're in the thick of things. You're in the thick of the woods in the hunt. <laughs> and you are so overwhelmed. You're lost in the woods. You know what? Stop. Call Put me. Your card I'll away. Help you. <laughs> Put your card away. Go to the nearest like coffee shop. Go get <laughs> go go sit down and get something to get a little nosh. Sit and you know, just do a little Pinterest on your phone while you're sitting. Give yourself a little break to clear. It's almost like you've got to break the cycle of over being overwhelmed. Yeah. And so totally do something else. That doesn't mean you have to leave the shopping opportunity area. Mm-hmm. You just, I mean, so don't go home. No, don't go home. I mean, if you have the right. time, stop. Leave, break the habit, calm yourself down, say, listen to DTT episode 225 again. You know, here's another thing. Let, let people do their, your shopping for you. And I honestly, I think we all have readers. No, no, wait a minute. (laughs) I'm saying our readers use us for that a lot because Mm -hmm. what's the most Asked question we all three get. Where did you get that? Where did you get that? So if you see something online that we have or that some other blogger has, you ask, where did you get that? Well, you and know, and I probably tell you. And this is, uh, Anita, I've been working on this for like a month now and I'm, I'm almost done. I have a whole page on, well, that will be coming on, on the, Stone where Gable. did you get that? Uh-huh. It's called shop, um, shop my house. And it oh, has, nice. and it does uh-huh. change because some of the things I get, like, oh, I was so thrilled. I have a, uh, a set of potter, a pottery barn, these big ceramic white lanterns. They are gorgeous. I could have sold 200 of them in the last three years. If I have that up on a post, somebody asked me about it. So I've stopped actually using them. They're beautiful, but just, I feel so bad saying, oh, I, I got them like four years ago and I haven't seen them. They finally came back on their site. Well, so if you've been looking for those white ceramic pottery barn lanterns, they're 
back. Well, it's interesting you say that. Well, let me just finish my thought, Anita, okay? Um, So I'm doing I'm this shot my house, but it's not going to stay static because my stuff changes. So I'm, you know, I'm just going to really be aware of, you know, what's what I have going on, what's in, what the companies have and what they don't have. Because three of my favorite things in my home, they don't have anymore. So, you know, what are you going to do? But my big curlicue chest, everybody asks about that. That's back in. And I haven't seen that for about three years. So you're right. Come and look at us. And and if you like our style, we're, we're so happy to share where we got things. Yeah. The, uh, a lot of times people ask me where I get something and I feel bad telling them because usually if it's furniture, it's a vintage piece that mm-hmm. I have had reupholstered because, you know, I mean, they, the people are smart when they see things on my site, the things that look like stuff they bought everywhere, they kind of pass over that. And their guy goes to the thing that looks unique and unusual. Well, the reason it's unique and unusual is because it's an antique that I've redone in a new way that, and so it's brought, there's just one of them that exists. And so that's what they usually want. So, you know, if you want something, you know, one of the things you can do, but it's, again, this is much more work, is to go find an antique chair at a consignment store or usually not found at a thrift. I find a ton of things at thrift stores, but that's because I go to thrift stores that handle consignment. If your thrift store doesn't handle consignment, you won't find the the really good things there. But the quality. Mm-hmm. Right. But if you go to a consignment store, that's where there's a lot of great chairs hanging out or even at Craigslist. And then I take it to an upholstery place. And, you know, and again, people ask, well, where do you go for upholstery? And the secret is uh, go on next door or go to your friends and say, hey, does anyone have a guy? Remember, yeah, we find the about guy. you got to have a guy. Mm-hmm. I've got a guy. Isn't it I've, weird? Got a, I've got a gal. Yeah, I've got a gal and a guy, actually. Okay, good. One, I was just going to say mm-hmm. that. Isn't it strange that upholsters old seem to be men, but seamstresses <gasps> yeah. are women? Is that uh, like exactly. nurses and doctors used to be or, you know, pilots and um, airline hostesses? I mean, what you know, what is with that? <laughs> Why weren't women well, trained to be upholsterers in the way back? You hey. know, Because upholstery is kind of becoming a lost art, I think, mm-hmm. except for mm-hmm. Anita can do it. No, I can't do upholstery. There's very well, you slip cover, like no. Oh, slip cover. Wax. Yeah, that's a, that's yeah. with a sewing machine. But I'm not I'm not you know, manhandling furniture and ripping <laughs> things off. Uh, I in in when I'm like 85, and I'm not any I'm not um, doing any of this any longer. I think I, I'd love to take up upholstering. There you go. Well, then I, you'll be the gal. It certainly would be an no, just for me. Oh. It would certainly be an aerobic activity. I have a feeling I think at eighty five. Mm-hmm. Hey, I want to get mm-hmm. back to the hunt because you mentioned yeah. that and you talked about me being. You know, here's oh, you the thing: we're talking about overwhelm. Well, think about if you choose to become a decor hunter, a treasure hunter. I like to call it. Then hunters are not water bugs, right? They are focused, right? They are focused on their, you know, on their prey. And I'm not talking about, you know, Bambi or anything like that. I'm talking about the perfect pillow, the the perfect uh, accent chair. That's what you're focused on. So you're imagine yourself like, so you akin, like you're in home goods. It's like the woods. It's like the forest. Like you're going through and you're looking, you're not like, look at all over the place. You are focused. You're, 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 
your um, sort of in your not your hashtag in your crosshairs, right? When the, <laughs> as hunters are looking, or when you yes. pull, you're pulling back your bow to nail that pillow and make it your own, you are not looking all over the forest. That's that's you're right. Just, that sounds scary. If you're scary. looking for that bow and arrow with my pillow, stop that. If you're looking for your that three tiered tray, what are you doing in the gourmet food aisle? Exactly. You know, it's fun. You might bump but- into my mother in law there. She loves to buy. <laughs> I'm like, what is this? Like, is but this get- like syrup from Marshalls? This is so weird. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know. What, Why do they what, have that aisle? What we're saying is hone in on what you're looking for before you go and love too much and look at the aisles that you don't even belong in. Right. After you've, after you've been to a store and you've exhausted that they either have it or don't, then, you know, you can do a little meandering around. Right. But see, I'm, that is so not me. I just did a post about this. Like, I'm the lone wolf shopper. Like, I have in mind, okay, we're going to Home Goods today because I have one about eight miles from my house. We're going to Home Goods today and we're going to look for a glass footed, uh, big tall jar with the lid. So I know exactly where that is. My mother, no, mother, you cannot come with me. No friends. I can meet you, um, after for lunch, but not during the shopping trip because it's too distracting and I get too overwhelmed. And there's another tip for you. Don't go with people if you get overwhelmed. I think they hurt rather than help. And so I'm going, so I go right for where all the glass, all the um, glass homeware is. Uh, And I, that's where I go first. That's where I stay and I'm in and I'm out. Strike, score, go. All right. So yeah, just to wrap it all up, I think, and certainly (laughs) you guys add in anything I missed, but Mm -hmm. know your style. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is really important. Anita gave you some homework there to listen to our second episode, which is really good on knowing your style. And uh, I added in, don't doubt yourself. Believe it. You're a designer. And there's no doubt in my mind you can do it. So there should be no doubt doubt in your mind that you can do it. Right. And don't be afraid of the unexpected. Uh, especially if you love something that seems to be unexpected to others, go for it. <laughs> Make it work for you. Make it your own. Do your Use homework. Use a filter. Use a filter. Yeah. And uh, put your um, filters on. Put your blinders on. Focus on what you need. Take your measurements with you. I'm not sure we mentioned that, but that's a good practical oh, that, tip. Yes, it is good. And be a hunter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Be a hunter than a, than a meanderer. Yes. Yeah, than a gatherer. Mm-hmm. Hunter, <laughs> hunter gatherer just be the hunter not the gatherer part. exactly <laughs> don't be a forager let's put it that way don't like forage well i'm gonna go dent this well and forage for what i want right. just go get it you know be very focused that way will help you not to be overwhelmed okay we're here to inspire you to create a beautiful home until next time Hey, everybody, we want to thank you so much for listening to Decorating Tips and Tricks. And we want to make it even easier for you to listen. And it's easier if you subscribe. You just click the subscribe button on our website, www.decoratingtipsandtricks.com. Or you can subscribe through Apple Podcast or any of your favorite podcast listeners. When you subscribe, DTT comes free right to you three days a week. So until next time.